super secret marketing fun with Mike fact. I absolutely despise clutter. And the lady joining me on today's show helps people conquer clutter. So needless to say, I'm excited. You are now tuned in to the Hot Dog Stand Chronicles. Extraordinary people with extraordinary stories. Sitting down with the hot dog extraordinaire himself, Mike Rudd. Now, on to the Chronicle. Welcome, everybody, to the Hot Dog Stand Chronicles. I am your host, Marketing Fun with Mike, a.k.a. Mike Rudd. And these are real interviews with real hot dog extraordinaires. They have one goal, to tell their story and to hopefully inspire you and give you some ideas to set out with launching your own hot dog stand, which is a passion or calling in your career and your life, and to launch that project that you've been letting sit on the sidelines for a long time and that you really believe in. If you like this podcast, want to join my fun community, head to marketingfunwithmike.com, sign up for my newsletter. You get a free PDF of my story guide, Three Hot Dogs Cooked and Served, that gives you actionable takeaways to live the life you want and deserve. And this podcast is now available for you on iTunes. So if you prefer to digest the podcast through iTunes, just go over there. Go on the search in the store, Marketing Fun with Mike or the Hot Dog Stand Chronicles. I am honored to have Michelle Powell from SomeLikeItOrganized.com joining me on the show today. She's also going to be joining me on the Efficiency Recipe, which is set to launch on January 2nd of 2015. She's going to be doing one of my awesome bonus items, so more information on that soon. But in a nutshell, Michelle helps optimistic and ambitious people who are fed up with the chaos conquer clutter so they can truly love their home and ultimately their life. Michelle, how are you, my friend? I'm so good. Thanks so much for having me. Well, it's my pleasure. Let's just kind of jump in. I want to hear a little bit about your story and how you have found a way to live a passion in your life each and every day. Sure. So I guess I I think I've always strived for passion in my life. I always strive for excellence. There's always something better and a way to become more of myself, I think. So I started out in the, in the music industry, actually, because I love music, and I thought that would be the way, the coolest job ever. Um, but it actually turned out to be, you know, corporate America, so it wasn't really anything special at all, and I worked in publishing and kind of uh, production music, so it was, it was nothing, it, there was no passion in there. So I kind of got let down there, and I was like, well, what am I doing here then? So I quit that job all of a sudden, had nothing lined up. And then I got into um, this thing called TaskRabbit, which allows you to do like odd jobs. And that was around the same time that I was in a feng shui training class, which was also focusing on organizing. So it's all about, you know, your home and lining all the things up. And then I, I realized that I loved that so much that I wanted to create my own business. So I kind of stopped doing that task rabbit thing and started doing my own work and found there's a national association for organizers, jumped into that, got into so many networking things and met so many people and just I just started my business that way and then it, I love every single minute of it. I love the entrepreneurial life. 
Um, that that stems from my mom. My mom was an entrepreneurial um, businesswoman, so she was really inspiring to me. And I think you know she was also in the design and beauty industry, so that brings that part of my passion too. So I grew up with that. So now that's in my work um, as well as the organization. That's great. You know what is it about? somewhere between 16 and 20 or 22 year olds that we just feel like music is the only industry that we can enter. That's what I did the same thing when I was 20 years old. I thought when I was, when I was working the hot dog stand, I was like, if I can't do this the rest of my life, what else do I want to do? And I said, work in the music industry. I know. And I listen to music every day. And like, I actually went to sound engineering school because I thought it would be so fun. And it was just the worst part of my life. <laughs> it was so boring. <laughs> And I understand how people can love it. It really is. It's creative and, it, and you're, you're making art and music and stuff. But it just wasn't for me. I feel like I needed to be out in the world and work with people and, and you know, talk about more of the design and more of your head, what's going on in your head in your life. Which, so, yeah. I, which I think really with feng shui goes hand in hand with that type of mindset, if I'm not mistaken, right? Exactly. And that's the point. I think feng shui is to bring balance in your life. So it's to bring, um, you know, just everything aligned and, and to call in more of what you want or and let go of the things that aren't serving you. So that that principle in and of itself can be put into, you know, your beliefs, yourself or your home, which is what I love. Yeah, I, I was going to say, I, th- I think that's a, I mean, i as I said in the intro, despise clutter, and and we work on that every day, and we do a really good job of it. But in my life, it's something that I was able, I struggled with for a, a long time, but over the last five or six years, when I got rid of everything that doesn't need to be in there, it's just amazing the transformation I think you can make mentally, physically, and emotionally when you get that mindset and you realize there's no other way. There's no there's no going back, I feel like. Right. To the old. It, what comes up when you say that, I feel like it's all about the attention that you put on things. So what are you paying attention to? Are you paying attention or are you ignoring your house, your, which makes clutter? Or are you really paying attention and making sure it's serving you and easy and flowy and, and whatever you need to live your life? And same thing with inside your you know your head about what you're believing in. Absolutely. Well, how do you best help people you think every single day through your business and the concepts of that? What do people you see struggle with and how how can you help them best? I think the three words that I always um that always align with what I'm bringing to the world like my message are balance, joy and meaning. So we're against instilling that into their home and in their, their, their head, heart, and home is what I like to say. So instilling that balance, joy, and meaning all around. Um, and that, that can manifest in clutter or it can manifest in a busy schedule or it can manifest in a really toxic lifestyle or it can manifest in, um, you know, maybe they have, like, a lot of my clients have a or, pretty organized home, but they hate it. You know, that there's something about it that they really hate. So something's missing. So again, bringing more of the balance into what they really want and, and the joy in every item they possess and every um, task or activity that they do, that's really how I help my clients most, I think. That's great. It, it was interesting over the last few years as we have completely decluttered and 
degutted everything. I thought it was just stuff that yeah. I had to get rid of, all stuff. And I realized I like to play basketball. It's okay to have a basketball as long as I have a spot for it. Yes. I, I like to listen to records. It's okay to have – There is. it is okay to have some stuff. It just has to have a meaning behind it and exactly. a place and where it goes. Yes. I'm so glad you understand. <laughs> well, that's why, that's why I got you. To, that's why I'm teaming up with you because yes. thinking alike and, and, and great mindsets with that. Uh, what advice do you have for someone who's trying to build an idea or a business like you have from the ground up? I think I have two. The first one is always get clear on your why. Like, what do you stand for? What are you so excited to share with the world or teach? Or what are you so upset about that you want to change? Um, I just really think that that's, that's where everything stems from. And if you go out in the world and you kind of embody that essence of what you stand for and just be that everywhere you are, you'll just be magnetic. You'll, you'll attract everything that you need. You'll be more fulfilled. And that's just, I'm so passionate about this. I'm getting really amped up. But yeah, so getting clear on like what you actually want to share with the world and, and how you can contribute best. And then the second one I think is, is really receiving help and asking and getting help because no one can do it alone. And that's why we're working together right now. And that's why if you ask any successful person, they didn't do it alone. And, and they can't. And even if you do happen to do it alone, that's not, it doesn't work out really well. This is so much more fun to collaborate and, and work as a team and, and grow in a way that I think I like to say win-win solutions because that's sustainable. So I think trying to do everything on your own or even working too much is, is also something that I think a lot of people struggle with, including me sometimes. But it's really just about getting out there and cultivating new opportunities and relationships so that you that it's not necessarily you have to ask like, oh my gosh, I need help. Like that's not weak. That's more of like go out there and make these wonderful relationships so that you can desire to really help each other. Because I think that's when we're most happiest as humans is when we're helping each other. Great advice. I love the answer too about what makes you upset. And if you can spin that into a positive passionate way to attack the issue that's that's where i've some of the ideas i've built from the ground up have stemmed from things that i'm tired of the status quo from or just a little bit agitated with the way they're going and i fuel that fire and you can still just because you're upset about it doesn't mean you can't use that i think in a positive way to then create that change exactly and i think that's that stirring within us is is our sign or message like that's our destiny I believe so how about three practices you would tell someone right now if they just said to you, Michelle I am so disorganized I am a hot my house is a hot mess can't keep my dishes from filling up in the dishwasher or the sink what are three things that you would tell someone you can start implementing these now and they will help <laughs> you today if yes. there are, if there are three. Yeah. So number one is absolutely number one, prioritize. The, the number one problem with disorganization or like why it happens, the symptom is misplaced priorities. So if you have dishes in the sink, what are you not paying attention to? What's not, it's not important to you. You know, when you say I don't have time for this, then it's not important enough. Uh, if you say I have too much clutter, then your home or 
the items aren't important to you. So it really comes clear on what is really important to you so that you can implement that and create the flow in the in your space or in your life that you really want. Does that make sense? It makes perfect sense to me. <laughs> I think I think prioritizing is huge. And it I always tell people one one of the tips actually in the efficiency recipe is every day pick the four most important things and do them right away in the morning yes. to start. Yes. Because if you don't make it a priority, yeah. It's not gonna get done. So what part of your career would you say gives you the most joys? I know you do different things for different people and and is there a way to figure that out or does it just kind of come does it kind of come to you? I think the coaching part gives me the most joy. Um, I started hands-on organizing and I'm still doing that. And I started feng shui, of course, I'm still doing that. Those are all both really hands-on and really tangible ways to implement a better life and space. But I found that while I was doing that, I was still coaching people. I was, you know, there's so many emotions, underlying issues that were happening because of all that manifested the clutter or the issues in their home. So it was so much fun to get to know why things were happening and really move forward emotionally and and then physically after that. So I feel like for those that are more that are just more able to do it themselves and just work out their inner stuff first and then I can tell them and guide them through the outer stuff as well. That's the most fun for me. So just getting really clear on what's going on for them and coaching them through and guiding them through finding their their best life, their best space, their most joy, the most meaning and balancing it all. That's great. And yeah. and then you do you have your own specific process then when somebody's ready and then you probably have to improv it depending on, on each situation as any good coach knows there's a, every every time you're in there there could be a different out different game and different things happen within the game so you have to kind of adapt to that certain situation and circumstance yeah i, I have a, a thing a system called energy alignment and that is what I bring to both organizing and coaching or, or if I'm doing both at the same time. And that's just basically inside, outside, and systems. So like the inside working on your patterns, beliefs, um, you know, what's, you know, whatever is happening inside of you. And then the outside as far as organization, design, and all of that. And then beyond that, the schedule, the systems, maintaining your life, you know, priorities, keeping up with what you're truly wanting. So I think that can be implemented in so many different ways if we're coaching or if we're in-person organizing and all that. I love it. It is, yeah. it is uh, obviously a passion of mine, and I, I love seeing other people with that mindset that it can all be overcome. The clutter yeah. can be overcome, but first, yeah, you do have to conquer some of that in your mind. You have to realize, I think what stays and what goes and what's important. Another one of our the bonuses in the efficiency recipe, my friend Anthony's talking about how anybody can manage their time well because time management isn't an issue. They have an issue with me management and setting their priorities. And that's, I think, what... Uh, seems like that's a reoccurring theme in everything I'm, I'm doing in this efficiency recipe mm -hmm. and a lot of stuff that you're talking about in your world. 
So on a scale of one to 10, how excited are you to be a part of this efficiency recipe? Oh my gosh, it's a 10 all the way. <laughs> I'm so excited. It's just, it's really fun to meet others, like you said earlier, with just like-minded beliefs and, you know, our missions align and, and the, the people we serve are, are the same. And it's just so fun, I think. And I think the more people, there's a saying like, when you put two people together for a purpose, it's more powerful. And that's what we're doing. It's We're spreading this message um, I think you mentioned like ruthless prioritizing or something. Yes. What was it? So that's so much. That's amazing. I just want to talk about it forever. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think in the bonus video, Anthony talks about it for about fifteen minutes straight without okay. uh, taking one breath. Love it. So, mm -hmm. how about some final words of wisdom for someone who's trying to live a life they want and deserve? What would you say to somebody who's struggling? in their life, trying to tap into their passions, trying to figure out what do I want to do each and every day? I think, again, it stems from the why. Why are you doing this? And just really getting clear on that. But also, you know, keep going. I, there's no such thing as failure. There's just, I love it, Tony Robbins says that. There's no such thing as failure. You just need a different approach. Um, or you just know it's not working, so go for something different. And so keep going and recognize the signs when they come. I think a lot of people don't recognize, including myself, like I need a coach too to, to smack me in the face and be like, hello, it's right in front of you. And I'm like, oh, yeah. So, you know, just keep going and rec try to recognize as many signs and synchronicities as you can and just receive and allow it to happen. Um, and that's the other thing that I know I had to work on and a lot of my clients need as well is just that practice of allowing it. And letting it happen in their life, you know. Awesome. As I am reading Tony Robbins' new book right now. Oh, yeah. I have the audiobook. I haven't read it yet. Money Master the Game. And it is a wonderful book. I'm going to throw out a plug there for him. Uh, not affiliate yeah. plug, of course. But yeah. it is outstanding. And he talks about the issues that we have with finances all stem from what you just said right there. That you have to just, everything's figure outable. Mm -hmm. And how do you go about that? Yeah. Great. I love them. You ready for some lightning round questions? <laughs> yeah, let's do it. All right. Marketing fun with Mike, lightning round question time, everybody. Now, you already nailed three great words that some people have already answered, I think, in prior episodes. You said balance, meaning, and was it joy? Joy. So now you have to come up with a fourth word, I guess. So if you could have one word staring at you in the bathroom mirror to motivate you in the morning, what would it be? And it can't be one of those three. Mm. Um, to motivate me. I think it would just be go. I've had that one as well. Just get up and go. That's great. Go. Go. Yeah, because, you know, I feel you have all these ideas. Everyone's having all these ideas, right? And they're like, I could do this. I could do that. I don't know if I want to move forward with it. Just do something. Who cares if it works or doesn't work? Just go experience it. Get more life in you. I mean, you think you're just a better person if you just go. That's great advice. I did one. I said go to myself one morning, put on a, got a hot dog costume online, six ninety nine, and six years later, I'm still talking about them. <laughs> 
what is what is the single biggest clutter item people need to remove from their lives in your mind that you just see over and over with the most of your clients that you would just say you you don't even you got to get rid of it the single biggest clutter item so it's an item um Okay, so most of my clients are women. I would say then clothes or accessories. They're, the closets are always packed and they don't wear most of the clothes that they have or maybe they do, but it's not it's not sorted properly. I don't know what it is. But so I would say clothes or accessories. Get a handle on that. I, most of my girlfriends, <laughs> I would I would go ahead and agree with that as well. I do a 90 day, every, every 90 days I go into my closet and I, if I haven't worn it, I, unless it's a very seasonal item, I just I pull it out and I, I take it to Volunteers of America or Goodwill. Well, you know what I say too? I, I always say if you don't enthusiastically love it, as far as your clothes go, then you're not going to wear it. You're not going to feel good in it. So just stop fooling yourself. If your business is a place, where is it living in five years? Seattle. Seattle. Wonderful city. I hope it's not raining so much on your business though as it is there every day. <laughs> well, I like to see rain as it um, is is nurturing, so it lets it grow. Well, then they, this... say that, they say that on the wedding day. I've heard that when it rains on your wedding day, that means it's going to grow or something. Have you heard that? I have not. Yeah, I heard that somewhere, but, but I, if... that's what I feel like rain is. I feel like it's it's good for business. Well, plus yeah. in feng shui, um, water represents money. So okay. the flow of water is what. Well, like. Seattle sounds like a good spot to be then. <laughs> <laughs> Who is one person that you would say, other than yourself, that everyone should pay attention to or check out in the professional organizing world? Somebody that may be a mentor of yours or somebody that you've read some of their books mm. and learned from. Oh, okay. Annie Rohrbeck. She wrote a book called Conscious Order, which is everything I talked about today. It's all about inside alignment before you can really work on the outside. She is amazing. Yeah, she's in the Bay Area, San Francisco. Okay. I love her, and she's the sweetest person. Uh, she's been around the industry for decades. I'm not sure how many decades, but she's awesome. Cool. Yeah. Well, what goes on a Michelle Powell style all beef or vegan or vegetarian style hot dog? <laughs> It would be a vegan apple sage hot dog. That's what it would be. Um, raw onions and dill relish and shredded cheese. Very nice. <laughs> I love it. Different flavors happening. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Michelle, uh, I want to thank you again for coming on the show. And I'm looking forward to working together again soon here on the efficiency recipe. How can people, until then best keep in touch with you to see your work. Mm, okay, yeah. Uh, SomeLikeItOrganized.com is the website. And I love Facebook and Instagram. Both of them are Some Like It Organized. I'm also on Twitter at SomeLikeItOrg. And that's the best way, I think. Yeah. Perfect. Thank you so much for having me. It's so fun. Oh, it's my pleasure. We've had a good time. Uh, until the next edition of the Hot Dog Stand Chronicles, everyone. Thank you for listening. This is the hot dog extraordinaire, Mike Rudd, and Michelle Powell signing off. Spread good vibes. Demand the best from yourself. Carpe diem.
You were just listening to the Hot Dog Stand Chronicles. Until next time, the hot dog extraordinaire has signed off. Thanks for tuning in.